Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. I'm your host, Amy Ravel, and we are still in our ADHD series. And I'm excited today that we have an ADHD coach. We've got Carolyn Verhoff. Hello, Carolyn. Hi, Amy. Carolyn has, I've known you for probably oh, six or seven years. You've been At kind least. of, yeah. Um, so we both come from the professional organizing industry, mm-hmm. but I'm excited today because you've taken a bit of a turn and pursued some passions um, outside of just going into homes and kind of doing that professional organizing work. Mm. Do you want to introduce yourself to my community for those of you who may not know you? Sure. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me on. It is a real pleasure to be able to talk on this subject. I know, we might just talk for a really long time. A long time, (laughs) yeah. Um, So I um, started my professional organising career back in 2007 um, and just, you know, understood that this was something bigger than organising pantries, organising, you know, the wardrobe and that sort of thing. And... um, what um, really mattered to me was, you know, giving people a, a, a way to make permanent change. Mm. And, you know, outside the box um, came from that thought is that organisation doesn't happen in the box and putting things into a box to make it neat and tidy. Organisation mm. happens in our mind, in our thoughts, in our habits, in our behaviours. So that sort of was the real nucleus of um, where I started and, um, you know, loved creating that beautiful, magnificent visual and tangible change that professional organising can have, yes, but the change in the person Mm -hmm. is just you know, that just, I'm getting tingles all over just <laughs> thinking about all of that um, still to this day, 16 years later, um, because it is, it's just amazing mm. to facilitate 
um, someone's change with them like that. So, um, yes, so, you know, um, after 16 years, that's a very long time to be organising. <laughs> You've gone through a lot of boxes. Yes. A lot, a lot. of pantries, a lot of wardrobes. Yes, a lot of um, decluttering and dropping off to different places and all of those sorts of things and um, a lot of conversations. But, um, yes, uh, as things evolved, I predominantly started working with people just with ADHD on organising probably maybe four to five years now. Mm-hmm. And um, it was it was really wonderful to graduate that to this more whole life um, change and and thinking um, you know a bit more outside the box about mm. how to help um, someone with ADHD on all of the parts of their life and that's how um, I, I'm here now now just solely working as an ADHD coach and organizing still features very strongly mm. um, as one of the things that people want to upskill in and you know we all know it's pills and skills not just pills <laughs> that makes the difference pills and skills I've actually never heard that but I oh love haven't it. you no. oh borrowed it completely borrowed it oh that's um, great yeah yeah so um yeah you need we need both we definitely in order, need both. In order to um get to the goals that you want to reach I think um, just yeah. having the name outside the box coaching is attractive <laughs> to an ADHD because we like thinking outside the box we like being outside the box like yeah. you totally nailed it <laughs> and, and but it's isn't that funny it was that this is a name I chose 16 years ago mm. you know and it's it's like it's fitting more and more like that comfy glove and, you know, those beautiful comfy shoes that yes. you just want to wear every day. It's all you. It's lovely. <laughs> and so one question I've been asking people to start off is, do you have ADHD? Do you work with ADHDs? Yeah. Do you live with ADHDs? Yeah. All of the above. Okay. So um, I don't have ADHD. Much too many of my clients um <laughs> they think I do I definitely don't I love the ways in which the ADHD mind works mm. so that might be why yes. <laughs> um I have lots of friends with ADHD and I love being around them as well mm. um so I work 100% with every single one of my clients has ADHD um so uh yeah, that that's that's my scope of ADHD yeah. in my life. Yeah, was it an intentional shift? Like, did you kind of go, "Oh, I'm really enjoying working with my ADHDs," or did you just find that there was something that you understood and clicked and connected with, and us ADHDs were all like, "Oh, outside the box, we need to work with you." <laughs> um, I think that um, the way in which I've always worked is is that every single person is unique. Mm. So we need unique solutions. Love it. So that's, I suppose, a click. Mm-hmm. But it's also very intentional at the same time in that, you know, I'm constantly going, 
okay, this is like another client, but how is this person mm. experiencing this yep. in their unique way? Um, so, yeah, I don't, that didn't answer. I- that was a very political politically kind of answer (laughs) it was a lovely answer but I think what that also gives permission for and this is for everybody that um we work with or anyone who themselves is wanting to declutter and organize is try stuff out because you're like oh that could have worked for someone else will it work for this client sometimes the client doesn't know or we don't know and it's testing and trialing going it's okay that we give this a shot for a two weeks and it doesn't work we'll try something else yeah it's, it's that ability to go it doesn't have to what well, not only does it not have to be perfect it never will be perfect no. <laughs> we're humans <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah absolutely a couple of the areas that ADHDers find it particularly difficult to manage are mm. uh, time attention and energy Mm. and I know that you focus on these three when you're working with your ADHD clients Mm. and I just think for my community who are like how do we use how our brains work use how our homes run use how our families function you know work to our strengths I think these three areas are actually critical whether you're an ADHD or not Mm. we're obviously going to have the ADHD lens because that's what we do and we're going to have the decluttering and organizing lens because that's what we do Mm -hmm. but talk to which one do you tend to start with do you have like a kicking off point with those the one I start with is the one that's most important to the person in front of me oh okay can I pick one then sure go I want to pick managing energy because that's one I've been struggling with the last couple of weeks cool Okay, so um, what is it about energy that oh, has okay. got your attention? We're coaching. Yes, I yeah. love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what has got my attention is that I'm, I've my, um, it's my energy is lower than it has been without mm-hmm. the peaks. Mm-hmm. So I'm usually I'm like really big peaks. And really big troughs in terms mm. of energy. It's not emotional peaks and troughs. It's not um, psychological peaks. It's mm. really energy. Mm. And I've noticed that the peaks have dropped. Okay. And I'm like, I want the peaks back. Ah. <laughs> that's, that's what I've noticed. And I'm like, I'm just kind of like going along. And then it's like, oh, I'm exhausted. And then I'll mm-hmm. come back up to going along. I'm like, where are those? I can clean the whole house in 45 minutes. Mm. I can create a new course in a day. Where's that energy gone? Mm. Very interesting. Clients probably have that too sometimes as they're like, mm, I just don't have mm. that push to instigate yeah. activity or yes. to follow through once I've kind of willed myself to start. Now I've got no energy to continue. Okay. You said something really important just now that's giving me a bit more information. I willed myself to start. Yeah. So that's the willing. key right there. Yep. <laughs> so... That part there is about Mm self-activation. And in this very, very brief information I've got from you, Amy, (laughs) we might see that that I've got to will myself, you know, to get started Mm. is a way of creating this internal pressure to self-activate. Yep. So that what there could be quite a numerous different kinds of things happening there um, about why the will 
is not being generated and that could be from um, physiological as in sleep, mm-hmm. diet, you know, downtime, switching off the poor old brain <laughs> for a while. <laughs> could be any of the physiological things. Yeah. But it could also be um, desire, interest, mm. all of those kinds of parts as well. Um, so this is an area I speak a lot to clients about is because if you're relying on this willpower to get started, I'm pretty, you know, I'm going to make a big statement. Do it. Sorry, big statement. I'm pretty sure willpower is never going to get everybody, every anyone, anywhere yeah. for a very consistent time. Mm-hmm. So that's yes, why when that. you said it, it stuck out like a sore thumb to me. <laughs> so um, I think I think that's I think that's very insightful. I think that willpower doesn't bring more energy, does it? No, it can't manifest energy. No. And and in fact, my my opinion, mm. be what it may, it actually decreases. Yes, yes. Because when you don't have all the physiological kinds of energy backing you up, and mm-hmm. you try and instill this, use that. This is your your one trick pony. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Willpower. It's my one trick pony to get things done. And when it doesn't engage, what happens? Ah. Oh. You end up worse off. Oh, why can't I do this? I'm so lazy. This is, you know, all the self-talk just spirals, doesn't it? You got it. Mm. So you actually start spiraling down into now um, lower self-regulation on your emotions. Mm. So now you've got another executive function being taxed. Oh, my goodness, you're good at this. So how, what are some tips or some strategies mm. to manage energy as an ADHDR? Yeah, so actually those ones I picked out, the physiological ones, you have, I can't emphasise enough how important they are, mm. um, especially sleep. I pretty much say this to every client. Yeah. don't know if it's right or not, but I'm pretty sure I'm right, that sleep is like your number one remedy for mm. foggy brain, not activating, no energy. It's your number one remedy. And I know that sleep for ADHDs is not always that easy to come by. Yeah. But if you were going, if I was going to tell you know, your audience, everyone out there, one thing that they can do that I could almost guarantee if you put your energy there that it will get a result is if you go and bring focus to your sleep. That's fantastic. Mm. It seems too simple, but it's not. (laughs) No, that's right. And, I mean, you hear often about how important sleep is, Mm. but I think sometimes we're like, yes, but there's all these other issues as well. Yes. But what I'm hearing is like actually a foundation. Yeah. Is sleep. I know certainly there's been times 
even like three weeks ago, where in the middle of the day, I was like, I can't think straight. I've had my meds. I've had water. I've been to Pilates. I cannot think. I'm going to bed for two hours, like at yeah. three o'clock in the afternoon. And then I get up and I like power through for a couple of hours. Yeah. So it's almost like that reset, is it? Yeah, yeah. So um, why do you think sleep is good for an ADHD brain? Well, I don't really know because sometimes I feel like when I go to sleep, my brain's working hard. It's not working harder. It's so active. Mm. So sometimes I wake up and I'm like, I feel like my poor little brain did not stop. It just changed from like normal thoughts to crazy land thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) So I want you to teach me because I'm not sure I know the answer to this one. (laughs) So, um, so we're talking about executive functions basically when we're talking about how ADHD is in, impacting you, you know, day to day. Yeah. So um, the the parts of sleep enable the working memory especially to start um, switching off and going into short-term and long-term memory. So, you know, I... I like to say that you know when you go to sleep it's like the filing cabinet of your brain opening and everything being filed away into the long-term memory yeah um making space for you know what's going to happen after you wake again so that's a big part I believe Mm -hmm. um of um why sleep is so good um sleep is regenerative of all your cells Mm -hmm. You know, so we we need sleep to regenerate our body's cells and your brain is part of that. Um, So, uh, you know, there's a reason, this might be a bit morbid, but there's a reason why, you know, people use sleep deprivation as a torture method. Yeah. Oh, it is genuinely torturous if you've, Mm. I've done a couple of like 48 hour, 50 hour (gasps) stints when I've had like a child critically ill and it is absolutely torturous you think yeah I I, this this is the worst thing I've ever done to myself yeah yeah Yeah. it's awful Mm. Mm. but we do that in micro bits is what I'm also hearing is like it's not just when you're awake for two three days no yeah it's it's the the constant losing um you know to our sleep every night it's that Mm. that consistency of not getting the the length of sleep that you Mm. need everyone's different of course but yeah yeah, so, um, yes, so back to physiological, so sleep, number one. Um, you know, what you were saying before, you know, I've done my Pilates and I'm still not, I've done my drinking, still not, um, that is another great one, is not just exercise, but the other one I would absolutely recommend to everyone is, and we know there's the research behind this for ADHD is walking outside in nature mm. so it's not just the activity particularly for ADHDs. Oh. Particularly. Oh, I wish you hadn't said that because I find walking so boring <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, like a multitasker to the nth degree oh. well yeah. that might be why the energy's low <laughs> <laughs> yeah I yep <laughs> Uh, so 
that one's a great one as well. So physiological. Mm. Um, and um, I've got to bring my, my own brain back to our train of thought of what we're talking about. Oh, energy. Yes, managing energy. So um, the other ways... Is and, and you're giving me some more juice here as you keep talking. <laughs> so thanks, Amy. Yep. Um, is that, um, you know, what are you actually putting on your plate? Mm. And making more conscious choices about where you want your energy to go. Mm. So, uh, you know, have some beautiful big idea clients and it's not just one big idea oh no it's never just one it's like 50 big ideas and um that discernment um between making all the ideas come to life Mm -hmm. versus what are the most important ideas that I want to bring to life yeah, and channeling that energy into those fewer ideas. I know I'm killing a whole heap of ADHDs out there right now saying this, but anyway, I'm sorry. But it's helpful for us. <laughs> yes. It's, it's, but it's but not it's exciting. Not, it's not exciting. <laughs> and that's, I think, what we'll talk about too is how do we make that that exciting? Yeah, so this is and and that is that is the the trick of the ADHD mind yeah. is that chasing the exciting all the time mm-hmm. doesn't give you time to slow down and see the hugely exciting things mm. in the bigger longer term projects yeah um so it is about slowing down to see the excitement in those things because it's there otherwise you wouldn't have the idea in the first place yes yeah yeah yeah. so do you think that slips then into some of the managing attention so choosing what to where to place your attention you know how people say oh we've all only got 24 hours in a day time is our most limited resource as an ADHD I don't think time is my most limited resource ah okay I, I feel like time is so fluid I can yeah like I do not feel like time is my limiting factor, but mm-hmm. energy and attention, absolutely, I feel like they're my limiting factors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to us about attention. Like why is it so hard for us to pay attention to one thing for more than 30 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> well, that is for, um, you know, possibly the hyperactive or combined type person. Well, that's true, which I am, yes. Yeah. In a- no. But the inattentive, it's the opposite side of the coin, yes. isn't it? So let's talk about attention. That's All right. right. So attention. Um, for a, someone like yourself, Amy, um, it is there's a piece of that that is chasing the a dopamine hit. Um, and I just, you know, so... You know, that's your bio- biology. Mm-hmm. It just wants to get more of that, and understandably so. <laughs> you know, means a good thing. Um, and, and all the other hormones that go with that, which mm-hmm. are all the names that I can never pronounce. Um, but um, 
so that that's why attention is split um, over many, many things because of that excitement mm. and building all of those things. But I guess um, for our hyperactive types, what really begins to work through our, through that hyperactivity is again looking back at all the little things that you've started and taking some stock of where attention has been placed mm-hmm. and equating of how how did though all of that all of those little things how did they all enrich my life and where I want to go and you may see that you know and that's connecting to your bigger values your bigger your bigger life you know goals and through doing that you might be able to see you know I chased that little spark over there but it actually robbed it of this bigger spark over here Mm -hmm. so Yes, for for our hyperactives, we want to try and help you just slow down that little bit mm-hmm. so you can equate for yourself what is important. Yeah, because we do have priorities. We just don't know how to allocate time and energy and attention to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, but how, and, and this is where one of the other executive functions comes into play mm-hmm. is that, you know, inability to see time yes oh yes 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 (laughs) (laughs) yes so that inability to see the time doesn't make it obvious for all of these sparks not to be able to be fulfilled yeah absolutely because you think of course there's time to do all those things I love them I'll make the time yeah yeah Yeah. at the cost of what (laughs) Oh, well, usually your energy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then your your values and your priorities. Yes. Well, it's like, well, I can do that, but then I'm like ships in the night with the people I live with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what am I, what, what am I trading off? And, mm-hmm. you know, I was talking about this with a client yesterday. It's like we're, we're talking about, um, we're actually talking about um, getting rid of something yeah. that costs them money and the time and energy it was going to take to make that thing become a completed project was actually going to disrupt the rest of their important projects in life. Mm. And, you know, we came to be able to see the real cost. So it got him to break down what, well, what is the other cost? Because he kept going to money, 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 money. But the real cost was actually to all the other projects and to his time mm. and frustration, yeah, the emotional needs, cost. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. So, um, you know, I feel like attention is so um, entwined with that emotional part and mm. because time is one of those things that does have a huge value to other people in your yeah. life. Yeah, yes. And different people require different 
You know, yeah. some people require quantity of my time. Others require my energy. Others require my, like my kids are at an age at the moment. This is just all fitting into place as I'm. So my kids are at a stage where they they need attention, but yeah. they don't need large quantities of time. Yeah. When they were little, they needed every second of my day yeah. and a lot of energy. Yes. But now they don't require a lot of energy, but it's that attention. Like I make sure I put, when they come and talk, I put everything down. Yes. Like yeah. Whereas when they were little, you could just play Play-Doh and you could, you know, be talking to a friend and have, you know, all the kids playing around. They don't care. You're playing Play-Doh. Yeah. They don't care. You're all talking over a coffee as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a really great way to look at that. Yeah. Mm. At these three aspects. That's really, really good. Yes. But when you need to give, you know, um, a teenager attention it needs to be 100 percent because they know oh they call me on it if I don't yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and you know they'll take advantage of it too when you're not paying attention <laughs> and how does how do you think the um, attention can help people when they're tackling a project in the home where they're thinking okay I want to get mm area of the house organized there may be a decluttering component there may be a setting up systems component there may be a habit component there may be a communication component so hey family this is now where the drink bottles live and Mm -hmm. you know how how can you manage your attention when you're kind of over overseeing that type of project whether it's huge or just one little area Mm. yeah so this is where I'm going to bring in something I feel is very, very important to mm. any organizing task, um, any kind of goal, you know, setting and, and, and achieving things at work, anyway, is you've got to know your strengths. Mm. You gotta you've gotta really look at what are my strengths and paying attention to using that strength and applying it to the project. Ooh, I like that. So um, hmm. I'll give you an example. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of an organising example rather than a <laughs> time management type of example. Um, oh, okay. Yes, good one. All right. So let's say, um, you know, you've got a – you're a person who is very active, um, your strengths are getting, you know, out there and, you know, cooking and maybe, you know, you're a gym instructor and, you know, a dancer, uh, you know, a very kinesthetic kind of person. Mm -hmm. It's all in the doing, right? And um, you want to um, organise your projects because we've been talking about projects Mm -hmm. you want to organize your projects and that you know could be any kind of thing and it doesn't make sense to make that person sit down and do a timeline objective (laughs) in a spreadsheet yeah that will kill them (laughs) (laughs) it'll kill all the buzz in the projects yes (laughs) um so and we could say that about um, hyperactive style ADHD is as well, but uh, just because you're hyperactive doesn't mean you're a doer either. So no. we take these cues from 
how we're behaving, but it's the strengths we want to focus on. Mm -hmm. So what we might do if you're someone who is, you know, the real, you know, very active and, and you know, in my head I'm going in my head with clients who they're those declutterers and organisers that pull everything out and they get it all out and then that's it. Yeah. And then they just go over somewhere else and do it all again. And they just there's just <laughs> explosions everywhere. Follows them. <laughs> yeah. And but nothing ever actually gets to the you yeah. know yep. at the end because they're focused on the the activity, not on the system which they need in order to get to where they want to go. So it reminds me, I'm just having that flashback. <laughs> so what we might do for a person like that, instead of, you know, forcing them to go, right, you've got to follow these steps, you know, is get them on big pieces of, you know, butcher's paper with a texture and start, you know, physically mapping yeah. out. How do I want this to be organised? How do I, you know, what are all the projects and different colours and all that sort of thing. So, you know, maybe even that's something to take further to a family that you, you know, trying to get on board for a new system mm-hmm. is actually getting them to, you know, draw it out if they're very kinesthetic kinds of people. So that's just one strength. Yeah. So you can imagine we've got, you know, many strengths people have. So we can have very different ways of approaching those kinds of tasks. Mm. So for our, let's say, our um, very strong um, oral written person, like the very strong writer, we would not do that. Mm. It's it's too much energy out, so everything happens it in. exhausting mentally. Oh, sorry, exhausting physically, which would take away from their mental capacity. Yeah, so for them we would, you know, bring it into writing it through. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, I'm going to take a leap here, Amy. <laughs> which one? And you can you can tell me yep. that I'm wrong, but I have a feeling that you're a very strong verbal oral person. I indeed am. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. So you think on your feet as you're talking. You figure stuff out because you're talking. Correct. Yeah. Make me quiet and I can't think. It's can't like, think. My yeah. brain doesn't work if my mouth's not going. Yeah. <laughs> my poor family. Carol and my poor family. <laughs> so that is a strength. That's not part of your hyperactivity. That's mm. not part of anything to do with ADHD. That is a strength and you want to use it. So this is like where I'm seeing the application for this too is when you're not just working with like as a professional organiser. So one of the things I say to my clients and I hadn't really put the two and two together, I said is I think out loud. Mm. And so the benefit of me doing that is when you hear me say something that you're like, oh, that would really suit me and there's other things where you just scrunch your nose up like, yeah, that's not mm. going to work. And there's other members of our team that don't think out loud and I've kind of said it's really helpful for the clients if you think out loud, but if, but that's just because it works for me. Yeah. And it works, you know, same if you're helping one of your kids go through yes. their bedrooms or whatever and you're like you're trying to get them on board with your strength. Yes. That's not going to result in long-term, sustainable, you know, joyful, tidy. Yes. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. finding out your kids' strengths to help them mm-hmm. is really helpful. Yeah, very, very, yeah. Because if they're more of a, let's pick a different one, if they're more of um, a cognitive processor, they actually need to sit and think it through. <laughs> Can you guess which person I married? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're a good match then because you're not yeah, working on the same level. <laughs> he's like, stop talking so I can think. And I'm like, yes. stop the silence. I don't know what you're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they may need that time to process their thoughts about mm. how they want their room organised. And, you know, what I, I didn't do a lot of work with kids when I was organizing but I did for a few select clients kids and that was the most um you know amazing part is that as an organizer you can go in there and give that space Mm. to the child to think their way through how they want it organized yeah and let it be theirs and let them have that you know and, and they own it then so much more. And the motivations there to maintain it. We yeah. had one of our team, um, Haley, work with a client the other day and she was working with the son who I think might have been late teens hmm. um, and the mum was there. They, they were working in his room. And so she was asking him lots of questions about how he likes the space, how he functions hmm. in the space, how he likes to organise. I think they were working through craft maybe hmm. um, and he had lots of pencils and drawing things. And the way that he chose to organise it, is not something you're going to see on Instagram. It's not something you're going to see on Pinterest, but it works for him. And the mum, Hayley, I think, said to me, I couldn't tell whether mum liked it or didn't like it because it wasn't standard. It wasn't how most people would do it, but he was thrilled. And then I got an email the day after from the mum saying, I loved that Hayley worked with how he's going to maintain it. She said, if I'd gone in there, I would not have done it that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so recognising that different people, even your own flesh and blood, mm-hmm. have different ways of approaching things and those different strengths yeah. um, is really, you know, uh, you know that's that's really the the crux of it is mm-hmm. is not trying to, you know, fit into what, you know, the norm is, but actually, you know, delving into what works for me? And I think as an ADHD coach, a lot of your um, coaching would be around giving permission to be creative. Think outside the box. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Listeners, we're going to go to a really quick break. And when we come back, I want to talk to Carolyn about managing time um, because I, I feel like I have unlimited time. <laughs> it's not true but I feel like I do. So we'll be right back in a second. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Let's talk about time. So we've talked about energy. We've talked about attention. Time is is something I have a really big interest in because it mm. seems so fluid to me and so static to others. Mm. Tell tell me all the things. <laughs> all the things. <laughs> well, okay. Can I? Can I? I'm gonna again. I'm gonna <laughs> step out on a limb here. <laughs> Do it. But this is something. I've believed for a very long time and it's probably going to upset a lot of people. So I apologize, (laughs) but it feels truth to me. Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as time management. Mm. If I had my yes button, I'd be like (laughs) clapping my yes button going, that just resonates because they no. So what is there though? So, how can you manage something that is a fixed construct? Mm-hmm. You but it's not, not actually real. <laughs> yes, but it, it's a man-made fixed construct. Yes. Right? Yep. Sorry, we're going way out here, guys. <laughs> Sorry about this. Stay with us. It's a man-made fixed construct, mm-hmm. right? So the only thing you can manage is self. Mm. So if that was truth, how do you want to approach time? Mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going. This is awesome. So um, the sad thing is, is that a lot of the struggles our ADHD is a, have, legitimately have, come from fitting into a world that has strict rules and constructs. Yep. Right? If time didn't exist, you probably would feel a lot better about yourself. Which you know what I've just thought of while you're talking is I've just had a little ping light bulb moment for myself is that, I sense time so much based on the earth. So I'm much more in tune to daylight and nighttime 
and seasons than I am to mm-hmm. it's 1436 and it's going to pick the kids up at da 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 da. Like I'm much more, like I kind of break my day almost into two. It's like mm. dark. Yeah. And the times in between are kind of, you know, like when if I was working on a farm, it doesn't matter if it's three o'clock or four yeah. o'clock. I need to do the job that needs doing before I get stuck. Yeah. Yeah. And if you if you take that thought a bit further, mm. think about the evolution of our society, mm. the one we're all living in. Yeah. That's where we were only a few hundred ago. years ago. Mm. Was running our life by the season mm-hmm. and by the light in the sky. Mm. That was it. Then the industrial revolution came along. Yeah, electricity and, and yes. everything that enabled us to work longer. Yeah. Right? Mm. Mm. Sorry, we're getting very philosophical really on this. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> so it's since then that things have become harder to fit into the mould. Mm. And not that's to say you should all throw up your hands and go and live it out back bush and forget the world. Yeah, destroy all your watches. Yeah. It's just to say that this is is a challenge. Yeah. And it's just a reality. Mm Mm-hmm. And but you can get along with it. Yep. But let's look at it in that reality mm-hmm. rather than I'm always late, so therefore I'm hopeless. Yeah, I'm disrespectful, I'm unreliable. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I forget, you know, my friend's birthday, so I must be a bad friend. Mm. It's all of that that we can leave behind yeah. if we just bring some other perspective around time mm. because it does play that huge part of um, telling us who we are based on other people's reactions. Mm. Yes. Right? So then we make up, we start to tell ourselves these stories of those things I'm unreliable I can't be trusted I'm I'm not a good friend I'm not a good you know whatever mother whatever Mm -hmm. but you're basing it on a fixed construct of why 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 so take out that middleman of the opinion Mm -hmm. of others um I don't know if that helps anyone but I'm I just feel like I need to at this point say I'm going to put the link to contact Carolyn in the show notes. So if you're like, oh, my goodness, I need some one-on-one coaching around stuff, the show notes is where to go Um, because I'm not the only one that's sitting here just with my jaw dropped. (laughs) I'm really happy um, that that's the fact. But, um, yes, so, so let's look at, you know, the reality of living in this world yeah, and, and, and that we only can manage ourselves. Um, so it's one of the big parts of executive function is not being able to see 
the passage of time, mm-hmm. isn't it? So, um, do you know the, why? Sorry, do you know why? Why? Why is that so hard for us? Yeah. So there's quite a few theories out there. I don't think we all know exactly why, because mm, mm. it's neuroscience, really. Yeah. You know, and we don't know that much just yet. Um, but there's a couple of theories that I really um, find helpful to think about if you want to understand why you don't see time. Um, the first most logical one to me is the part that goes from being able to uh, have your working memory be present right now, mm-hmm. right, in doing what you're doing, being in where you're being, and then having it jump back to short-term memory grab information out of there and bring it back into working memory yeah. and then jump back into long-term memory and look at the past and what happened before mm-hmm. and how this played out before. And last time I organised the pantry, it took me six hours, not two. Yeah. And bring that back into working memory. Hmm. So that is the linkages that don't happen Yes. As easily for an yeah. ADHD. So the neurons are firing; they're just not connecting on those things as as they would in a in a neurotypical brain. Yeah, yeah. So oh. where a neurotypical brain has quick access mm-hmm. to hindsight, yep, and forethought. Oh, forethought? What's that? <laughs> That's a superpower that I see some people have and just go, oh, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't get that one. Yeah, and that's because of that not being able to jump the long-term memories into working memory exactly at the time you need it. It doesn't mean you can't do it. It's oh, exactly at the time it. you want it Correct. and need it. Yeah. That is the issue. It's not that your brain doesn't work. It works. Yes. It probably works amazing. <laughs> In many ways, yeah. but it's when you need it. Interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, so that that's the the first part. Mm. The other part I like to talk about, and um, Ari Tuckman, one of um, the trainers I, I worked with, he um, has this great um, sort of thought uh, sort of thinking about how we see how an ADHD sees time and he talks about the time horizon Mm. so if you think about the horizon you know from wherever you're standing yep you know and um as a neurotypical person I can see all the way to the edge of the horizon and, and see what's going to happen maybe two weeks from now. Mm. But someone with ADHD, their horizon is a lot closer. Yeah. So being able to predict and and see what's happening in two weeks is blurry, Mm -hmm. but they can see clearly what's happening tomorrow. That's a great analogy. Yeah, he does it much better than me. But no, that's great. It's it's visual, which is what is really helpful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you can imagine, your horizon is a lot closer to you. Mm. So, in order to see all the steps to get to your horizon, 
it's only here in front of you, whereas someone who can see a lot further into the distance, they can see all those steps into towards Mm -hmm. that horizon. So that enables you to see time as all these little steps, but you can only see a few. Yeah. And I think some of the things that have been really um, successful with different clients or even just through the podcast is talking about the micro declutter. So rather than thinking I have to declutter the kitchen, it's I have to decide between those two toasters or I'm going to go through just the teacups, mm. not the mugs, not yes. the, just the teacups and real like how small can you make the decision so it's not overwhelming and then you're done. You don't yeah. have to then go and do something else. Like, yep, you did the bit you were meant to do. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I 100% would say, you know, mm. That's a way to go. I used to, with my clients, with decluttering, it was like you only do 10 minutes mm. and you stop. Yep. Just yeah, whatever you can do in 10 minutes, stop. Yeah. That's all you need to do. Um, and, you know, and what you're describing just there is actually a really great ADHD thing to be successful in anything you do. Mm. So you're naturally doing it in this decluttering situation, but we can do it in organising, in everything, is you chunked it down Mm, into the smallest denominator. Like nano, how small can we go? (laughs) Yeah. So whenever, you know, you're trying to tackle this big organising project, you know, chunk it right, 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 right down. Mm -hmm. So... Even if it's you designing how you're going to, you know, organise your paperwork, how you're going to organise your um, wardrobe so that it's efficient and effective Mm. is like bring it right, right down to the very, very first, like, you know, when you think you've got to the first step, go, I'm not at the first step. I know there's something before this. Yeah. Because there always is. Yeah. Always, always is. And that that is the the big difference that I see impacted on my clients is they can't see the first step. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's that I often have clients describe it as I know what needs doing. Yes. I just don't know how to get started. And so for our ADHD clients, sometimes I'll say to them, they'll say, I want to book six sessions because I want the whole house done. I'm like, I'm happy to book those in, but I'm just flagging. You may not need that many. Mm -hmm. You may actually find that one session, you'll get all the ideas, you'll get the motivation, you'll have it chunked down, you'll have some different tools. And in between sessions, you are just as likely to do half of it. So, you know, they can book as many sessions as they like. (laughs) Often... ADHDers don't need them all and they'll mm. be like yeah come back in when I get stuck or come back in to help with the garage because that feels like a completely different area yeah. yeah yeah um and uh that you know that's a very common very common feeling for ADHDers is that we can see them going I know like I've researched the bejeevers out of this thing, you know, mm-hmm. like I've Google dived to the hilt, you know, yeah. Mrs. Erin Attentives we're talking about. Yeah, that's <laughs> not me, but I'm nodding because I've got plenty of clients who are that, yes. <laughs> so in actual fact, 
they know more about how yeah. than anybody in the world. Mm-hmm. But initiating that first step is still elusive. Yeah. And they get trapped, our inattentive, beautiful inattentive people get trapped in this. If I know more, then no more, do more. I'll be able to start. Or if I know more, yeah, I'll be able to get it done properly. That's Mm -hmm. another one. Yeah, the perfectionism. (laughs) So um, when, so with that is it's not about the how, it's actually about getting to self-activation, mm-hmm. which is another one of those things we were talking about in the yeah. executive functions. Yeah. So um, it's I know what I want to do, but I just can't make myself do it. Mm-hmm. And that can be really soul-destroying. It can be very shameful. Yeah. That's what I often find is that the word, uh, they may even may not even use the word, but what I'm hearing people say is I'm ashamed because yeah. I'm a smart person. Why yes. in the world can I run a branch of a bank? How can I manage the school canteen? How come I've got six kids and, you know, but I cannot do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and that is, and that's why I say, you, you know, before is like, your brain can do many, many things. There's nothing wrong with it. And actually probably the more complex for some people, the better yeah. <laughs> because you actually find that interest and yeah. find that drive to get in there. But the simple things are hard. My golly, they're hard. Yeah. Yeah. One and of the things, sorry, you yeah, go. Go. One of the things I was um, talking to a friend about recently was the idea of body doubling. Yes. And sometimes ADHDs will say, I went to my mum's or my best friend's or my sister's or whoever's house and I was able to help them do the whole pantry. I didn't run out of steam. I had good ideas. Mm. I knew what order to do it Mm. in. And then I came home and I still couldn't do it. Yeah. And so sometimes a professional organiser is the body double, Mm. but sometimes you just need somebody else to be there. Like you might say to a partner or a friend, can you come and work at my kitchen bench that day because I need to declutter the pantry? Yeah. Just by you being there, I'm much more likely to get it done. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, body doubling is awesome for ADHDs. There's actually a a quite, there's a few um, online body double services out there now. Yeah. And do they do it virtually? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a virtual body double. I can't remember the names That's of them right off the top great. of my head. But, yes, yeah, so you can actually get a virtual a virtual body double. Mm. Um, it doesn't work for everybody, but, yeah. I've done it for clients, though, where I'm like, I'm going to sit and do my work. Yeah. And you do your decluttering and you just pop back in every 10 minutes. Yes. And I'm happy. I, I don't mind that you're on a Zoom call while I'm working away. <laughs> yeah. Because it, you know, like that's, it's an easy way of doing it without them paying for you to come out for four hours. It's like, well, I'm realistically going to spend half an hour over the day with you, so I'll bill you for that and just be on my computer screen. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's what a body does. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah. So um, it's someone who's holding a, a space mm-hmm. for that activity, um, most definitely. Um, the other part of that scenario you were just talking about is going to someone else's place is that they they actually have no judgment 
on other people's stuff oh, and yeah. other people's ways of doing things, but they have huge judgment on themselves. themselves. <laughs> We're complex humans, aren't we? We sure are. I, the more I learn, Carolyn, the more I'm like, our brains are amazing. Yeah, Absolutely. Like, they're just so phenomenal. I was at um a, at the children's hospital this morning with one of my boys, just had a checkup appointment, and she was talking about the different presentations of brains and how sometimes you've got people whose brains just match and you just get on like a house on fire and other times your brains just clash and that's yeah. actually okay. Sometimes someone needs quiet and you need a lot of noise. So don't, don't work together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I really love it. This has been incredible. I feel like I've got a million other questions, but I'm conscious that our ADHDers might not last much. They, were, they checked out 20 minutes ago. What are you talking about? They, they've gone. They've gone, and they'll come back and listen to the yeah. rest later. Yeah. Is there anything that I've missed that you're like? Actually, that's that's key, and I really wanted to get that in. Um, oh, we've talked about so many wonderful things, and I've had a few rants and all that sort of stuff. So that's quite nice. Um, key things. Like, okay, I just, I'm going to leave you, leave everyone, you know, everyone with this thought as a next step mm-hmm. to uh, manage your time, energy, attention. No, you can't do that right now. That is self-manage. Um, and um, finding what works for you as an ADHD, put your all that time, energy, intention on understanding who you are. Mm. That's the key. Understand who you are. Try to recognize the answer is not out there. The answer is in you. And sometimes you need a coach, a psychologist, a friend, friend. someone that will help you unpack that, particularly if you're a verbal processor. Yeah, particularly. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Outside the box coaching, all right. I feel like I've been coached in such a positive way. Like I I need to go away and like do some journaling. Because I've thought about that and I've thought about that. That's awesome. Listeners, I know you're going to be the same. Um, go into the show notes to find all the links to all the things Carolyn does, but it's outside the box coaching. I was going to say consulting, but it's outside the box <laughs> coaching. There's just so much goodness. Um, I'm really glad that you are in our industry. I'm glad oh, that you're generous you. with your time. Um, and I'm glad for our ADHD is that there is research and understanding that, yeah. You know, there's that growth capacity that when you were working with people 16 years ago, they may have had ADHD but not known it. Yeah. As we learn about ourselves, we can um, be ourselves. Yes, We don't exactly. need to be the best. We don't need to be. No, just be who you are. Be ourselves. Yeah, be yeah. who you are. Yeah. Listeners, have a great week and I really look forward to bringing you our next ADHD episode next week. Thank you, Carolyn. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of the land this podcast is recorded on. 
I would also like to pay respects to their elders, both past and present of the Kulin Nation, and extend that respect to other Indigenous Australians. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to rate and review the show on your podcast app. That will help others to find the Art of Decluttering podcast as well. If you'd like any more information, you can visit theartofdecluttering.com.au and I would love to see you in my Facebook group. Just search the Art of Decluttering community on Facebook and join today. I hope that you have an incredible rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.